Next on BYU Sports Nation, lucky seven straight wins for BYU basketball. Merry Christmas to us. Coach Steve Cleveland, he's sure the gift that keeps on giving. He will join us live to look back on last night's game and preview the final non-conference match. Plus, Peyton Dastrup in studio after a career night. And you're all playing Santa Cosmo. What would you gift to BYU Athletics for Christmas? Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard. Happy December 22nd. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans all over planet Earth. It is a Friday. It is the Friday before Christmas on Monday. Wherever and however you are dialed in, great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the classical Christmas movie Grinch, Jason Shepard. That's not fair. That is not fair. I need you to make a commitment Just today. because I have not seen, like, Miracle on 34th Street or It's a Wonderful Life doesn't mean that I, I'm anti those movies. No, I just is, haven't seen them yet. But you are. Your actions speak you know, louder than your 30s. words. It is your stark <laughs> refusal by refusing to act on that, Jason. Well, it's kind of like, you know, I'm just, I haven't seen them for this long. Like, I want to see if I can just keep it going. Oh, to keep the streak alive? To keep the streak alive. Why would it's you? for those people that like have never seen Star Wars that they're like, well, why would I start now? I mean, I don't get it. I don't know why you wouldn't want to see Star Wars. But... Well, because you understand that dynamic, mm-hmm. then you need to take my advice. Are there droids in It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, if that's what's going to make you watch it, then absolutely no, no, no. I will no. boldface lie about that. <laughs> On national you television, lie around I trust that dude. <laughs> okay, Jason Shepard, yeah. <laughs> will you over the next I don't know ten is, days? Is this a commitment? It is a commitment. Will you watch one of the three following movies? Ooh, White Christmas, uh-huh. It's a Wonderful Life, uh-huh. or Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the nineteen ninety four edition? No, 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 no. I want to watch. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna do this, if I'm picking Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I'm going. You want the original? I want the original. I, I would recommend White Christmas. That's like, am I am I gonna am I gonna watch the the TV series Dukes of Hazard, or am I gonna watch the horrible movie <laughs> no, of Dukes of no, Hazard? No, the '94 Miracle on 34th Street is amazing. It's really good. <laughs> I'm just saying, will you one of the three movies over the next ten days? Ten days, Jason. You will have two hours let somewhere. Me, let me pray about it. I'll let you know. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, while you uh, think about that and ponder and pray, it's time to bring on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headlines. BYU men's basketball beat Idaho State 85-71. The Cougars have now won seven in a row. Peyton Dastrup continues to shine off the bench. Moment to go. 450 to go till halftime. McKay will drive it, send it low to Peyton. Peyton throws it down. Peyton Dastrup with the dunk. And yeah, dunk you very much. Peyton Dastrup scored a career high 14 points. The Cougs play their final non conference game tomorrow night when they host 0 12 Texas Southern. Many of you are scoffing right now. <laughs> Texas Southern has played the toughest schedule in all of college basketball. It's all, insane if you look at the teams they face. All 12 of their games. In true road yes. format, 
against some of the best teams in college basketball, and they have played some of these good teams pretty tough. Yeah, BYU's still going to roll. BYU's still going to win, handily. Texas Southern projected to win their conference and make the big dance as an 0-12 team. Watch on BYU TV or listen on BYU Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern. Jason, are you ready for our daily Jerem Jordan RPI update? You know I am. BYU in at number 47 today. Fun fact, that is currently one spot higher than Gonzaga at 48. The Zags lost at San Diego State. Shout out to the Aztecs and the show. (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was, by the way, I knew that was going to be a good game. I did not expect the Aztecs to upset Gonzaga, but boy, it just shows on any given night, as they say. San Diego State shot 36% and won on their home floor. BYU currently has the 39th best tournament resume, according to ESPN's Basketball Power Index, and are projected as a 10 seed in that resume oh, category. Do we need to get that hat? Not quite. <laughs> you, are, you are itching, though, to grab I, the tourney oh, train absolutely hat. absolutely I am. Absolutely. I know. Yeah, yep. it, that's kind of where it is right now. Yeah, we'll we'll get to the full blown train whistle if BYU beats St. Mary's. But first things first, take care of Texas Southern. Also, some big news for BYU football while the basketball game was going on. Absolutely, they added another signee last night as part of the early signing period. Quarterback Zach Wilson from Corner Canyon in Draper signed with the Cougars last night. Wilson threw for almost 3,000 yards, had 24 touchdowns as a senior. He was also named 5A All-State second team by the Deseret News. This was a kid that was committed early to Boise State, decided he wanted to reopen. BYU jumped in, saw some quotes from him last night. One of the things that swayed him BYU's way was the coaching staff, and specifically the the optimism he has for what Jeff Grimes is going to do with the offense. A legacy Utah Ute family. If you look at the Instagram video of him making this decision, he has the four hats out, and it was BYU, Boise State, Oregon State, and Cal. But what's interesting is in the background, like on the bookshelves, there's like Ute logos, Ute gear Prominently all displayed. over the place. And it was, just, it was just so interesting to see that, but then also then have him pick BYU, put on the hat. It, this, is, this is a really nice quarterback. And what it does... It makes for an extremely interesting offseason in terms of the quarterback position. Uh, Yeah, because BYU now has eight quarterbacks. Eight (laughs) quarterbacks. Granted, a few of them are injured, and we don't know what's going to happen. Tanner Mangum, Bo Hodge, both questionable as to when they will return and how much they will be available, if at all, in spring ball. Joe Critchlow, Cody Wilstead. Now, Zach Wilson joined Stacey Connor, Jaron Hall, and Coy Detmer. Eight quarterbacks. The battle in spring alone will be something to watch. Yeah, that's going to be fun to watch, no doubt about it. Jimmer Fredette scored 33 points and had six rebounds in a Shanghai Sharks 118 to 111 victory. Oh, no. Against the King Dow Double Star King Dow Eagles. Double Star. Thank you so much for helping me out with well, that one. Uh, Jimmer Fredette, also named the AsiaBasket.com CBA Player of the Week. BYU women's basketball will play its final non-conference match today, hosting Montana State at the Marriott Center. It is a Friday matinee. You can watch that live 
with Jason Shepard on the sideline. I'll be on the call with Kristen Kozlowski, 4 p.m. Eastern, 2 Mountain on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. The gift that keeps on giving. Today marks the official BYU Sports Nation pre-Christmas show. We won't see you again in Studio B until after the holiday, so let's celebrate the most wonderful time of the year, Studio B style, and do so with our Twitter questions. What is your gift to BYU Athletics for Christmas this year at Jaker Kemp? I watched every single minute of every single football game this year. For that alone, I should forever make the nice list. Okay, but so what's the gift he's exactly just watching? There's truth in that statement, but <laughs> yeah, what's I the guess gift? He, I'll go. He says hashtag loyalty is everything, so he's giving them loyalty. loyalty. Okay, now that makes more sense. Okay, at Colonel underscore James eighty three, I will give an hour each day watching BYU Sports Nation. In parentheses, shameless plug. Hashtag BYUSN. Thank you, Colonel. Uh, at uh, DD Holds Books, BYU Sports Nation Karma for all athletes. Ooh. I like that one. Now, how will the karma manifest itself if it's given to every BYU athlete? Uh, everybody would perform at the best of their abilities. <sighs> I'm a little scared at that dynamic, Jason. Can we do one big karma don't, give? Don't. No, I'm just saying, is that, I'm not saying we're doing it. I'm just saying, is that even possible? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> would, it, would it put everything in the upside like, down? I, would, I want to make a reference to the most recent Star Wars. I will not do that because I'm sure there are people that haven't. But I think you may know where I'm going with this. Uh, uh. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We, I, that, that may be difficult. And I'm like you. Giving it to everyone, I don't know. I don't hey, know. Don't to... push the limits. Yes, man. yes, I agree. It's uncharted territory. We're still learning things about the power of the BYU Sports Nation karma. Now, while you all think about that deep uh, line of thought, whatever you want to call it, Jason, what would you give to BYU Athletics for Christmas? All right. I put a lot of thought into this, and I want to preface this by saying I was told there were no rules. So with that in mind, I'm giving four gifts. Um, okay. Four gifts. Number one, I'm giving BYU Athletics health. All athletes are getting health <laughs> in all sports. You're going to be healthy. Just, just health? Oh, okay, yes, good health. You're going, yes, good health. Good health. Yeah, I'm not going to give them bad health. I gift you health. Yes, I'm going to give you good health so that you can play at the best of your abilities and without risk of injury. Okay. Uh, okay. Number two. Uh, because I have the power to do this, and again, there were no rules. I'm giving BYU Athletics a P5 in. Oh my goodness! Uh, you can pick your. You know what? And if we're and if I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna get greedy here. I'm gonna give you an invite to the SEC. Okay, <laughs> that's gonna happen. Um, I'm also giving BYU baseball the opportunity to host a regional. Okay, now that that is that's legitimate. That more like, realistic yes. than the first two. Yes, so uh, they, they were in the Still optimistic for sure. Yes, uh, but not only you get to host, but you get to show off that brand new field that's going to be awesome this year. Okay. And then the fourth and final gift I am bestowing to all of BYU Athletics, pajamas. A uh, specific type of pajamas? No, 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 no. Everybody gets pajamas for Christmas, so I'm giving you, I'm gifting you pajamas. <laughs> Is this a Scott's Tots moment from the office? <laughs> 
where you promise something you can't deliver and everyone's banking on it and counting on it and then you can't Oh, I can't promise or deliver on any of these. Uh, (laughs) Again, I prefaced it. There are no rules. Okay, first of all, yes, a Power (laughs) 5 invite would be amazing. To the SEC. Okay, but that's like saying, I want to give you a brand new Rolls Royce. (laughs) Awesome idea, right? And then if you want to take it to the SEC, that's like saying you're going to roll up in that brand new Rolls Royce. For a little extra bonus of the Queen of England giving you a personal tour of Buckingham Palace. Okay? That yeah, sounds be, great. Be a good afternoon. That sounds great. Fabulous <laughs> idea. Not happening. I'm going to go with a realistic, on a budget, because most of us are, could actually happen gift. In fact, two of them. One, an NCAA tournament berth for BYU men's basketball to snap the two-year drought of missing the big dance. Very realistic based on the start of the season. 10-2 and two right now. Yes. Likely to be 11-2. and two. Even 12-2 and two if they can handle Portland, which I think they will, going into the St. Mary's game at 12-2. and two. Now, you just watch out, okay? So, a tournament berth. Secondly, a national championship for BYU men's volleyball. They have been so close. Three times in the last five years. National runner-up. <laughs> can we make that happen? Come on, let's go. National championship. For BYU men's volleyball, both of those. I like those. On a budget, I feel are realistic. Yes. I would gift those to BYU. That would really help things, especially after how the football season ended at 4-9. If BYU basketball got back to the NCAA tournament and volleyball won a national championship, that would smooth over some of these hard feelings. Okay, here's though. I, I agree. Both of those very realistic. I love the way you're going with this, but one favor to ask. Okay. Can you also help pitch in on the pajamas that I'm giving? <laughs> it's going to be a little expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate for you to experience that moment of looking all BYU athletes in the eye and telling them you can't come through for them with pajamas. <laughs> so we'll work on that together. Yeah. Yeah, Jason, you you have my commitment to help out. Thank you. Thank Whether you. it's <laughs> one set of pajamas or whatever. Yeah, uh, I'm in on that. Let's keep it rolling on Twitter. Hashtag BYUSN. Join BYU Sports Nation and go to the Twitter machine. It's winter time. What is your gift to BYU Athletics for Christmas this year? At Grizzfather tweets in, One gift I truly can give is to show up to more games and cheer louder and support all of the teams. One gift that I want Santa to bring all of the athletes is health and safety. Yes. In 2018. Hashtag BYUSN. I don't know how at Grizzfather could go to more games. He's at all the games already. He really is. He really. I'm sure we'll see him at and the his women's game beard today. Is the perfect, I, I guess, uh, way to show his Twitter handle. Yes, Grizzfather. Absolutely. Like, you think about that. You think about the beard. Coming up, last night's star for BYU basketball, Peyton Dastrup in Studio B. He'll be giving us the BYU Sports Nation karma. How about that? And the coach, Steve Cleveland, on the magic number of wins for BYU to be an at-large NCAA tournament team. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Merry three days before Christmas. BYU Sports Nation simulcast nationally on BYU TV and BYU Radio. The conversation Rolling right now on Twitter. Follow us if you don't already at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN and help us specifically shame Jason for not watching the three classic Christmas movies. It's a Wonderful Life, White Christmas, and Miracle on I just have never seen them. It's not that I'm anti of these movies. Have you thought about your commitment? 
I have thought about it. I'm still pondering. I'll, I'll, I will have an answer to you by the new year. Okay. <laughs> okay. We've got some afternoon basketball for you. Women's basketball hosting Montana State this afternoon at the Marriott Center. You can catch the game live on BYU TV and BYU Radio at 4 p.m. Eastern time. What is your gift to BYU Athletics for Christmas this year? I just saw this tweet from at BruteDR. Forgiveness. <laughs> for 4 and 9 and 4th and 19. Merry Christmas to all. <laughs> I loved how Kalani the other day said that maybe the new punter, he may be capable of picking up a fourth and 19. Oh, man. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty Brutal. fun. At Scott Bundy says, I gift BYU basketball a WCC tournament championship. 17 years has been long enough. I really like that one. That is pretty good. And do you feel better about BYU's chances after watching Gonzaga lose the third game against a good San Diego State team, albeit, but their 10th? It's still a surprise that they lost. 17 years, a long time. Joining us now, UC Irvine basketball great, former head basketball coach at BYU, and a man who will take your money on the golf course, Steve Cleveland on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Coach, great to have you back. Thank you, guys. Merry Christmas to you. Absolutely. Merry Christmas right back at you and yours. Uh, Seven straight wins for BYU basketball coach after last night's victory over Idaho State. What new thing did you learn about BYU over the past week in the games against Utah and the Bengals of Idaho State? Well, I think the first exclamation point would be the emergence of Peyton Dasrip. Obviously, 14-4-1 in 14 minutes and then two huge threes against Utah. But I think that is just part of a bigger picture. I think when Dalton Nixon is healthy, and hopefully that will be soon, that this might be the strongest bench that BYU's had in many, many years with Dalton Nixon, who can play multiple positions, Zach Selyus, who's been a starter, with Kay Cannon, who could be a starter, and then with Dastro playing the way he is. These are four guys that can come in and have an immediate impact in the game. So uh, I think the bench. I think that most of all, this team is stronger because of the four guys sitting waiting to come in. Let's focus specifically on the win over Utah, just because it's so much fun to remember how everything played out. What was the most meaningful part of that win that snapped the three-game losing streak to the Utes for you? Well, I mean, I think playing at home obviously calms you down a little bit, but the thing that uh, impressed me the most is just they controlled the pace and tempo of the game. They were the ones that had the poise and the confidence because of how they've been playing and how they are playing. And when things got late in the shot clock, they always seemed to make the big play, and that usually happens with the better team. And BYU is the better team this year. They're more talented and uh, they have experiences that they've gone through over this past year that have really made them better. So I just think the patience and decision-making, the poise, the confidence that they had when they needed to have it. BYU will close out non-conference play against 0-12 Texas Southern, but I already cautioned BYU Sports Nation fans to not look past Texas Southern because they've played the hardest schedule in all of college basketball, 12 true road games. What do you expect BYU to do against a team that is understandably hungry for a win? Well, let me, let me tell you this. First of all, they are number one in the country in strength of schedule. And um, that school is probably supporting eight or ten other sports uh, as they go about and do this for their school. But uh, I, I think the, the most important thing is you don't want to take a step backwards. You're not, not going into league play. And they have, they have a big weekend coming up uh, next week with the start of league play. So, number one, you don't want to take a step backwards. And then I, then I think that, you know, just do what you've been doing. The same effort, same commitment, good shot selection. Uh, sometimes when you play teams, uh, you know, you kind of rise to their level or lower yourself to their level. 
And I think that mindset has to be right. I know these coaches will have them ready, and there'll be a very quick timeout if they're going through the motions. But I just don't think they can afford to step back. They're going to win this basketball game, but they need to win it in the same way they've won every other game. BYU's won seven in a row, haven't lost since they erased a 10-point deficit in the final four minutes against UMass. The game before that was the the last loss against Alabama. How fair is it to say that their team confidence can be traced back to those four minutes? Is that oversimplifying it, or how, how much do you see in that? I think that's one of the experiences on the road. I think the experiences that they've had on the road, even the loss to Alabama, been all of the things that contributed to it. I mean, I, I think what's really the mark of a, of a good team is when you can win ugly on the road. And when I say win ugly, maybe you don't shoot as well as you like, things don't go as well as you like, but you find a way to win. And that happened at Utah State, and uh, that happened at Princeton. And, uh, and certainly those are games that just give you confidence and know that, again, I think the key word is patience here. Even when your things aren't going well, you stay with it. You keep guarding. You keep rebounding. Keep trying to get to the free throw line, and eventually, at the end of the game, you're still in it, and you have a chance to win it. And that's what's happened. Steve Cleveland with us on BYU Sports Nation, former head coach at BYU. The Cougars are pacing for an 11 and two non-conference mark if they can beat Texas Southern. Let's say BYU after that 11 and two mark out of conference. I don't know. Hypothetically, goes 14 and four in the West Coast Conference. And they're twenty-five and seven entering the Vegas tournament for the WCC. At twenty-five and seven, coach, would BYU be an at-large NCAA team? I don't think so. Really? Uh, they'll be on. They'll be on a bubble. The reason being is that none of the teams, St. Mary's, Gonzaga, B one Gonzaga, it has a strength. They have a, a, a more serious strength of schedule and, and those kinds of things going on for them. But you're, you're talking about. It depends what those losses are in the league, okay? First of all, if those losses are to teams that, that they should beat, that could be very harmful. They need to sweep either St. Mary's or Gonzaga during the course of the league. And if, if they do that at 14-4, and four, or maybe it should be maybe right around 15-3, and three, now leading into it, they may not have to win the conference tournament. But just what history shows, too many 27- and 28-win teams aren't going to the tournament. And, and it's not – I mean – Right now, there's no one in the league in RPI that's in the top 50. So it's one of those, and that's not the most important index. You know, there, there is a power index that BYU and St. Mary and, and Gonzaga Farewell are better in. But I'm, I'm telling you that it's, gonna, it's, it's unlikely that two teams from this league right now are going to go in, unless it's Gonzaga and someone else that wins the tournament. Gonzaga's still there. They, if they win out or lose one game, they probably have a resume that would say, hey, they're in. And, and the fact that they've been really good in the past, as has BYU. But I, I think it's going to take more than that. I, I just don't think they have an at-large lock until they maybe get to the semifinals or maybe even have to win the league title in, in, the, in the conference tournament. Steve Cleveland joining us on the Desert First Credit Union hotline. It's interesting that you mentioned probably needing to sweep either Gonzaga or St. Mary's. With that in mind, which team do you think is a better matchup for BYU with the way that this year's team is put together? Uh, I, I think St. Mary's just because the matchup, because the styles of play are very similar. So there won't be that significant adjustment to BYU where they're not getting to shoot the ball every eight, nine, ten seconds. They're, they're used to moving the ball side to side. They're used to turning it and setting a ball screen and resetting another ball screen. So I actually think they're better prepared to beat St. Mary's 
at home. I think they will beat St. Mary's at home at, at, at BYU. Uh, BYU has found a way to beat Gonzaga three years in a row on the road. It's crazy. I, I think that's more like more likely to happen. More likely to happen at St. Mary's. All right, which WCC team not named Gonzaga or St. Mary's should BYU be most concerned about? Today, it's probably the University of San Diego. They've got three wins on the road versus Colorado, New Mexico State, and Grand Canyon. Some people may not know who Grand Canyon is, but they're in the WAC. Very, very, really solid basketball program. New Mexico State has won the WAC for many years. Colorado, obviously, in the Pac-12, but not as good. But anytime you have three road wins, that means you're coming in with a confident group of people. I don't think that, I know San Diego upset BYU last year at home. They've never fared very well at BYU. But I think San Diego team is a team to watch out for. San Francisco, you would think, we'll, see, we'll get a better feel. They play Nevada this week. Yeah. If they really compete at Nevada and, and play well, then that's probably another team that BYU has to really watch out for. Coach, just a couple of days ago, Kyle Collinsworth was signed to a two-way contract with the Dallas Mavericks. He made his NBA debut. He hit his first shot, which was a three. What were your thoughts on his debut in the association? You know, first of all, that is great for him and his family. And, uh, you know, you, whether it's the D League or G League as it is today, anytime you have to go through that process and you're playing in front of 20 or 50 people, it's never easy. And you really got to be disciplined. I saw Kyle in the gym a lot this summer. He was at the practice facility playing and working out with guys. He had a real focus and a commitment in the off season. So to see that happen to him, congratulations to him. It's, it's a tough place to be. It's a tough place to stay. But uh, they rewarded him with the new contract. And I think another good thing, it's good for the basketball program. It's good for BYU. When you have guys playing in the league, it's, it's great to use that as far as recruiting. And when they come into their, their visits, they see the guys that have played in the league and they realize, because, hey, most young men want to play in the league. If, if they're good players, that's a goal that they have. And I think anytime you can talk about your players currently being in the league, is good for recruiting. Coach, we look forward to this conversation every week. We appreciate you bringing it. So well prepared. Again, Merry Christmas to you. And I can't wait to play golf with you again so you can take more of my money. This is, I don't remember about me taking any of your money, but maybe <laughs> I just gave you, I, I, I gave you a break. Hey, you're a very good player. I look forward to it. I look forward to some sunny days in Provo. You got it. Thanks, Coach. See you guys. Steve Cleveland on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. He doesn't think... That 14-4 and four in conference, unless that includes a sweep of St. Mary's or Gonzaga, would be enough to get BYU see, an at-large bid. See, I, I now, this is me assuming. When you threw that out, I assumed that maybe the four losses were two to St. Mary's, two to Gonzaga. So, so I wonder if that changes. But, but he, as he said, he thinks that need to sweep. Look, my own opinion, I think if they have that record, I think they are. And well, as long as one of those, they get one win against St. Zaga, right? They have to have at least one. Could be twenty-five and seven. They're going to have at be bubblicious. You know the way they're playing. One. The way they're playing. Hard to disagree with that. Absolutely. Anyway, the coach. He's listen. He's doing what all the BYU coaches are doing, and that is demanding more and expecting more. And I love it. I love it. Coming up, what's the chance BYU basketball does not lose until February? Take the blue goggles off. Peyton Dastrup is bringing us his karma to Studio B next. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by Tecano's Brazilian Grill. Escape the ordinary. 
Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jason Shepard in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We're on demand anytime, anywhere you want to watch or listen to the show. Men's Hoops wraps up their non-conference schedule tomorrow night, hosting Texas Southern, 9 p.m. Eastern time. You can watch on BYU TV. Listen on BYU Radio. I will have radio pregame at 8 Eastern. Refreshing today's BYUS and headlines. Men's basketball beat Idaho State 85-71. The Cougars have now won seven in a row. Peyton Dastrup will join us in just a minute. He continues to shine off the bench. Moment to go. 4.50 to go till halftime. McKay will drive us in it low to Peyton. Peyton throws it down. Peyton Dastrup with the dunk. You know it. Scored a career-high 14 points. The Cougars play their final non-conference game tomorrow night when they host 0-12 Texas Southern. That said, Texas Southern has played the toughest schedule in all of college basketball. They're projected to win their conference and make the big dance. Watch it on BYU TV. Listen on BYU Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern. BYU football added another signing last night as part of the early signing period. Quarterback Zach Wilson from Corner Canyon in Draper signed with the Cougars. Jimmer Fredette had 33 points and six rebounds in a Shanghai Sharks 118-111 win against the Qingdao Double Star Eagles. The mascots in the Chinese Basketball Association cannot be touched. <laughs> Fredette was also named the AsiaBasket.com CBA Player of the Week. And BYU Women's Basketball plays its final non-conference game today. They're hosting Montana State at the Marriott Center. You can catch the game live at 4 p.m. Eastern time this afternoon on BYU TV and BYU Radio. For the second day in a row, we have chosen perfection as the theme for our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Peyton Dastrup was 5 for 5 from the field last night against the Bengals of Idaho State. Uh, My notes have that as excellent, Jason. Um, That's perfect. Can you concur with that? I absolutely agree. Peyton Dastrup joining us in Studio B right now to help us celebrate the Christmas season three days before the actual holiday and to relive the emotions of last night. Peyton, welcome back, man. Thank you. It's good to be back. It's yeah. been a while. Okay, a little more subdued, low-key, focused, confident. For sure. Five for five, man. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay, in your words, how would you explain uh, your last two performances against Idaho State and Utah? Um, fun. I mean, I think it's been something that I have been looking forward to be able to contribute to this team uh, for a while now. Uh, I think expectations were high last season and um, didn't necessarily get a chance to be able to showcase that with with some complications that I was dealing with and, and trying to get over. Um, but I used it as a learning experience to be able to to come into this season knowing that it's a different team. Um, we've added a couple components in terms of uh, Coach Schroyer being on the staff now, um, some transfers with uh, KB and, and Josh Shear that add an element that we haven't really had here a whole lot. Um, we're an experienced team, but we're still young. We don't have any seniors. Um, but personally for me, it's just been a lot of fun to be able to compete with these guys every day in practice, make each other better, push each other, hold each other accountable, um, and do what we do best, which is um, communicate and trust um, trust our principles and what the coaches have given us to do and that's the that's the reason why we're we're on the street that we're on right now well the fans of BYU Sports Nation are also having fun Peyton Perfect. in fact uh, at CV Freeman tweets in did you know BYU Sports Nation invites Peyton Dasrup on the show so he can give them 
the BYU SN karma. <laughs> so can we can we have some of your karma? Paper? Yeah, you can. Here, I got some right here. Who <laughs> carries it in his pocket? <laughs> here we go, guys. Very nice. A, like a tangible property. I do Ooh. like that. Carry yep. it around. Ooh. All right. Now, here's a little bit of a preview of what uh, listeners will hear tomorrow night uh, during radio pregame uh, on BYU Radio. But you told me that for Christmas, you're hoping that you get a moped. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So here's my question to you. If you get said moped, which teammate would you let drive it and which teammate would you want nowhere near it? Wow, that's a tough question. <laughs> that's a, I ain't trying to throw anybody under the bus, but who would I trust driving it? I would probably trust Luke Worthington driving my moped. Okay, he's an, he's another big guy. He's something. He's someone that I. I mean, he's my locker mate. We're right next to each other. We have one-on-one conversations that no one else knows about. And we've been able to kind of bond over some things that might as well bond over we a speak, moped. we speak spanish together <laughs> and stuff like that so i would probably say luke you can have you can have the keys maybe once or once or twice um who would i not let close to it i don't know you're you know you know exactly who you I, want to say right now i think there's multiple people I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know if i can pinpoint one specific person i think maybe kb or josh year just because like i don't know if they'd well, especially with like the weather and Provo drivers are awful. Anyways, so being in a car, let alone being on a scooter out in the elements is something that I don't know if they'd be really down to handle. But you never know. I mean, maybe I'll just have to give the keys to everybody once and, and kind of use my use my discretionary <laughs> okay. my discretionary advice be like, Okay, so now I know. But no, Luke Luke can have it and the other guys can if you get them, if you get the moped, I, I hope you're going to take a picture and post that. Of course, I, I want to see. I, I'm really pulling for you to it's, get the moped. It's Peyton and Luke, okay, <laughs> on a moped, on a moped. Of course, like, that's like going to happen. Two guys in, on a scooter. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like, it's like when Tyler Haas and Eric did the music video with the Lamborghini. Yeah, but me and Luke on a moped. On a moped. <laughs> Let's go next level. Coming soon. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Peyton, congratulations again on a career high 14 points. I want to rewind to a specific moment in the Utah game. Mm-hmm. Your first three goes down. I mean, just tickles the twine, yeah. nothing but net. Uh, it seems like your confidence has soared from that point on. Where would you pinpoint the aha moment for you on the court for this season? Um, I don't know if there's been one specific moment. I think that, that definitely stands out as um, something or a moment in time where um, I've always felt like I've been a confident player, um, and now that I'm getting a chance to to show a little bit um, more offensively what I can do, but I'm still trying to stay focused defensively and really bring that component because that's how we're going to get the wins that we, we get. I know I took a charge against Utah that was a big momentum swing, and the next offensive possession I think it was is when I hit the three, and as soon as I let it go, I was like, okay, it's going in. Let's go back and play defense. And so... Um, I mean, fortunately, I haven't, I haven't gone over since then from the from the three point line, and so um, I think in terms of confidence, it's been something that the team's really instilled in me. They've been able to say, "Keep your head up, keep grinding." I mean, you've done all the things necessary to be able to put yourself in this moment, and now that you're here, um, just seize it and make the best of it. And I've I've got their back as much as they've got mine, and that's the best thing about this team is that we're holding each other accountable and trying to stay focused 
on the element of team, not just what we personally are trying to accomplish. Well, as a team, you guys are playing very well. Certainly a nice start to the year. You guys have won seven in a row. What do you think has been the biggest reason for the current win streak? Um, I think trust and accountability is something that we, we've been preaching to each other, both coaching staff and, and teammates as well, since the summer. Um, we implemented some, some, new, some new words that define our team. Um, and we use it as a motivation and a reminder to um, always remember what we're trying to accomplish here. It's been a minute since we've been to the NCAA tournament, and we really have that as a four, uh, a forefront running goal in our minds to to motivate us. And we know it's going to take time. And there's going to be ups and downs, um, but I think if we continue to communicate defensively be patient on offense and, and trust that the principles that the coaches are giving us are what we need to win and we execute those to the best of our abilities, then we're going to continue to have the success that we've had so far. Now, the thing about this team is compared to last year when you weren't playing well as a team, you typically lost those games. There have been some occurrences this year where you haven't shot the ball well and you haven't played as solid defense as you wanted to and things have been frustrating but you ended up winning those games, notably UMass and Weber State. Those two come to, to mind right now. Why, why is that? Why, why, how did you flip the page and, and you're able to win those games that you know, you're, not, you're not playing your best basketball? All right. I think something that we, we use as a reminder is we, we break down um, the game into 10-4-minute games. Um, and we just try to take one four-minute period at a time, little by little, um, not looking at the big task at hand, just breaking it down and taking it step by step. Because if we, we know whoever wins the majority of those 10 four-minute games is going to end up winning the game. And we've got a concept on defense that we talk about getting a kill. To quote Coach Schroyer and the coaching staff, will we get three defensive stops in a row? And that's something that motivates us in practice. Um, we do defensive segments where we where we guard each other, and the defense doesn't stop guarding until they get three stops in a row. Mm. And so that is something that has been instilled in our DNA that we've been trying to accomplish um, on the court. And um, I don't think co- the the people outside of our team and our um, know have really known that that's something that we've tried to do, but. I mean, we're on the bench and we're letting each other know, hey, that's two stops, one more for a kill. And um, we've been really trying to turn up the tenacity defensively. And I think that's what's gotten us the the, the quality wins on the road, UMass, Utah State, um, Weber State. Um, and, you know, hopefully that continues to pull through for us um, going into conference play and against Texas Southern this Saturday. And I think if we continue to do that, we're going to be in good shape come, come February and March. I love that you used the word concept in that uh, last answer because that is Heath Schroyer's favorite word. I see a one-on-four break or a two-on-four break, exactly. and I just hear him yelling, concept! Exactly. Concept, which is kind of like the hard reset button. Exactly. And I was just like, okay, take it easy. Step back. Yep. It's going to be all right. Yep. Let's uh, collect our thoughts. I, and I really like that idea. For sure. 
Peyton, uh, thank you for the karma. Yes. Of course. From you. Absolutely. Um, I would say that we'll give you some BYU Sports Nation karma back, but I'm not sure that that makes any sense right now because we want your karma. But we let's, can, we let's just exchange. Yes, Christmas yeah. It's a gift exchange. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if the karma comes in the shape of a moped, uh, by all means, I'm all for it. <laughs> I would like a ride on that moped. I'm just putting that out there. Oh, okay, come baseball season. I'm down. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Taking care of our baseball insider. Exactly. All right. Peyton, great to have you on the show, man. Thanks. Appreciate it, guys. Okay. What is your gift to BYU Athletics for Christmas this year? That is our Twitter question at YFangirl underscore JB says that we travel down from Idaho for every football game this crazy season and will renew our season tickets next year. Hashtag still love you. Another loyalty tweet. Coming up, Jimmer got buckets and a major award. That's coming up in the whip. And what's the chance BYU wins by 17-plus against Texas Southern? Hey, Jerem. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Alongside Jason Shepard, I am Spencer Linton. We are live from Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. I believe, Jason... Mm -hmm that the replay today will immediately follow our live coverage of BYU women's basketball. It is so funny that you bring that up. Oh. Women's basketball hosting Montana State this afternoon at the Marriott Center. You can catch the game on BYU TV and BYU Radio at 4 p.m. Eastern time. What is your gift to BYU Athletics for Christmas this year? Hashtag BYUSN to send in your replies. Let's play What's the Chance? BYU Sports Nation asks, what's the chance? Presented by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. Are your percentages ready to go, Jason? I am 100% ready. Then let's bring in Ben Bagley. Number one. What's the chance BYU wins by 17-plus tomorrow against Texas Southern? Look, I get their 0-12. 17-plus is still a lot. BYU is going to win this handily. They're going to win in double digits. 17, I don't know. I'll say 68%. Okay. I am a firm believer of the 17-plus curse that Jerem Jordan has why are we doing it? implemented into this program, which is why I'm going to say there is a 0% chance oh. that BYU wins by 17-plus in hopes that that will reverse the curse. Oh, so I'm the one that's going to mess things up. Because I went with 68%. <laughs> well, I'm bringing balance to the what's the chance force okay. right no, now. No, I like it. I like okay? it. Okay? I say 0% chance they win by 17+. plus. Really in hopes that they win by 17+. plus. <laughs> Number two. So what you're saying is there's a 0% chance they win by 17+, plus in hopes that there's a 100% chance they win by 17+. plus. That's exactly right, Ben. You are very astute. And confused. Number two, <laughs> what's the chance BYU hoops goes undefeated through the month of January? Wow. Okay. Wow. I, I was prepared to go high 80s with this. Jason. No, no, no. But I thought the game at Moraga was in February. Uh-huh. It is late January. Uh-huh. That one scares me. Um, <laughs> that one scares me a lot. Certainly capable, but that one, that scares me. I'm so going- I'm, I'm saying... 55%. 55% yes. is still really favorable. I'm a favorable <laughs> type of guy. I'm going to read to you the teams that BYU plays in January. Please. Uh, at San Francisco, mm-hmm. first WCC road game. Win. Difficult. At Pacific, they're down. Win. Pepperdine in Provo. Win. At Santa Clara. Win. Loyola Marymount in Provo. Win. San Diego in Provo. Win. 
At St. Mary's in Moraga. Um, get back to me on the 26th <laughs> of January. And Pacific in Provo. When? I just, that's a lot to ask. Okay, so let's moderate the expectations. <laughs> and my favorite number is 11. So I'm going to say 11% chance BYU goes undefeated through the month of January. That's a lot to ask. It is a lot to ask. If BYU goes undefeated through the month of January, they'll be nationally ranked. With great power comes great responsibility. Hey, are you understanding? Like they will be a nationally oh, ranked yes. team, and like a single-digit seed in projected brackets. Okay, let me ask you this. I know this is not. Part so you're of saying fifty-five percent chance BYU is ranked and in a single seed if they, position. If they lose, say they don't go undefeated. Okay. okay. All right. How many losses do you think they have in the month of January? In January. In January. Probably one. Yes. It all hinges on that game in Moraga. One, if they have two losses in January, I think that they would feel di- like pretty disappointed yeah. because of the, how well they have played. It's on them. Like they're playing so well that like they, you heard Peyton Dastrup just tell us like we want to get to the NCAA tournament for BYU to stay on that course. They at most can lose two games in January, right? Yeah, yeah. At most, at most, at most. So yeah, I mean the expectations. Uh, are on the rise. Number three. Why stop it just through January? Let's project further. What's the chance BYU finishes second place or better Ooh. in the WCC regular season? Okay. I- I'm going to say 55% again <laughs> because it all hinges on that game in Moraga. BYU is beating St. Mary's in Provo. That's happening. St. Mary's defense has taken a turn for the worse. I mean, it has really dropped, and I – I like BYU's chances to finish second in the West Coast Conference because St. Mary's has shown some weaknesses, yeah. specifically defensively. So I'm actually going to go higher than that. I say uh, 50% shot that BYU finishes second or better in the West Coast Conference because St. Mary's is not the team I thought they would be. Number four. What's the chance BYU football will start a quarterback that has not yet played at BYU on September 1st against Arizona? Eight quarterbacks vying for Now, some of them obviously have been here before. What do you think? I think 0%. Zero? Zero percent. Like, BYU has enough players that have game experience that Jeff Grimes is going to look heavily to them because he's smart. Okay, because he's a wise and tenured professional as a coach. Why would you not look to the experienced guys first? Critchlow, Hodge, Mangum. And I know that health for Hodge and Mangum are certainly in question, but he's it's going to be a guy that has experience that starts the first game against Arizona in a new system where they will thrive. I don't know who it's going to be. I think it's 100% going to be somebody that's played in a game before. Yeah, I, before the show, I was actually going to go much higher than what I'm – I'm going to say 25%. I, I think there's – That Jaron Hall, Stacey yes. Connor, Zach Wilson, or Cody Wilstead's going to start I think there's a September 25% 1st. chance. You are crazy. Because of what you said. Because we don't know about the injury. All right. Okay. I think there's a chance. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. True freshman or guys coming off a mission. Woo! Holy cow. Or Willstead. Now, Willstead is the one guy that just maybe, because he can sling it. 25% is not a huge, you know, approval rating. I'm just saying, there's a 25% chance. What's the chance presented by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event? Jason, you are 
you're becoming a divisive character on this show. Between your Christmas movies and your percentages. <laughs> I did have somebody tell me, don't worry, they're overrated. Speaking of the... Uh, what? The, White Christmas is not overrated. Classic Christmas movies. Ask Clark Griswold how he feels about Danny Kaye. That is not an, oh over, that is not an overrated movie. I love movie. Christmas Vacation. That's the best. <laughs> Coming up, believe it or not, a man in red gets our rise and shout. Ooh. Wait, are we sure we want to do that? For this guy, yep. Are you sure you want to do that, Jason? <sighs> Stay with us. What's the Chance is brought to you by BYU Food to Go, the MVP of your next event. BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Welcome back on a Friday to BYU Sports Nation. We wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday Season with lots of safety and family and good food. Thanks to today's guest, Steve Cleveland and Peyton Dastrup. If you missed any of the show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play or watch the replay at 6 p.m. Eastern on BYU TV. Coming up next week, Christmas and a best of. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Men's Basketball. It was a victory for men's hoops last night. They beat Idaho State 85-71. Cougars have now won seven in a row. They will play their final non-conference game tomorrow night when they host 0-12 Texas Southern. You can watch on BYU TV. Listen on BYU Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Football. Added another signee last night, part of the early signing period. Quarterback Zach Wilson from Corner Canyon High School in Draper. Threw for 3,000 yards, 24 touchdowns as a senior. Welcome to BYU football. Jimmer. Jimmer Fredette scored 33 points and six rebounds in a Shanghai Sharks 118-111 victory. Women's basketball. Hosting a final non-conference game today live on BYU TV and BYU Radio at 4 Eastern against Montana State at the Marriott Center. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Health. You need host DexterLaw.com. Who gets it, Jason? Chris Kringle himself, Santa Claus. Okay, yes. Santa Claus. Papa Chisho. <laughs> I love it. What is, so good. what is your gift to BYU Athletics for Christmas this year? Our elite tweet of the day from at Loyal to the Royal. What could I give in comparison to the gift BYU basketball has given us? A win over Utah. Well played. Well played indeed. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. The show always on demand, BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jason, I am Spencer. Shout out to Nick Martineau. St. Nick Martineau? Ooh, nicely played. Hey, we'll see you over the weekend.